0: Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor (laughs) That's <laughs> Everybody, it's Matt with the DPI podcast, and today is September the seventh, and we are going to be talking some Disney news tonight. So, uh, really excited. Going to have some fun tonight. Not a ton of news, but there is some good news, some big news, um, and and that's that's good to hear. You know, um, I really thought that we were going to get the Dining Plan stuff stuck in. The end of last week. I really thought that we were going to see that come through. Um, but we didn't. And that's that's perfectly fine. Um, but I think we're really close. I think we're really close on the dining information. I think we're really close to finding out when Guardians of the Galaxy... Kind of getting a better tentative date on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, so, cool things coming up. We're about a month away from the 50th anniversary. We are 23 days Away 22 and change, um, if you're really counting. Uh so lots of stuff's gonna come out in this next month. So um stick with us. Definitely want to um catch our shows, keep up on the news and keep up with what's coming from the parks. Um, so a couple things before we get going going. Uh David Turner, you like the screen before we went live? Perfect, awesome, thank you very much. Um I'll get you one of those sounders as well. I like the stream every time because it's just good practice, I guess. Um, (laughs) we'll just say that. Uh, and then Dave, here you go. Bang. Thank you very much for liking the stream. Thank you for liking the page last week. Um, if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, um, we try and, announce everybody that likes the stream likes the page and you know it's really cool because you know on the page the dpi page itself we've got 186 people that like the page but we've got 206 followers we cracked that 200 follower mark which is really cool I'm, i'm really excited about that thank you very much for everybody that follows us everybody that listens to the shows everybody that watches the shows we really appreciate it um if you guys are planning on booking a Disney trip, you know that I work with my good friend Peter over at Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Um, really good guy. Really helps out. Hey, Shan, thank you for liking the stream. Um, you liked it on the right page today, so you got to see your little monorail sounder. It's pretty awesome. I, I like I like that. But uh, I work with Peter over at Princesses and the Mouse Um If you are planning a trip, don't want to put in all the work that's involved in planning a Disney trip. It can be a lot to think about and a lot to do. Um, Get us involved. We're happy to help out. We don't charge any more than what you see on Disney's site. Um, And you get some of our expertise. You get some of our knowledge. And you get some of our our help so you don't have to wake up at 6 o'clock and book your dining reservations or you don't have to worry about finding those park pass reservations or anything like that. We'll we'll do that all for you if you want us to. Um, just get a hold of us on our page at DPI Podcast, on his page at PATM Disney Travel, and just let him know you heard about them from the show. Um, that way we can work together and make sure that your trip is the most magical it can be. So here's a little ad for him. So yeah, really cool. Um, Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel, we do a lot with them. Um, We've booked a ton of trips with them. So definitely a good resource uh, if you are looking to book a trip. So let's get into this week's news. Um, And there's a lot of good news. Uh, Let's start over on the West Coast with the big news of last week. And that was Disneyland um, actually got the announcement for their celebration of the holidays. And it is going to start on November the 12th. So Disney world is going to kind of phase in about the same time. It sounds like everything in magic kingdom is going to be ready. November the 8th and work its way through the 11th, um, Disneyland, November the 12th, but Disneyland's is going to last a little bit longer. It's going to go all the way through one nine of 2022. So January 9th, 2022, get through that full winter break for a lot of those, uh, those kids and get those extra trips in, uh, They're going to get the the parade as well. So Christmas Fantasy Parade is coming back. And then the Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks are also going to be a part of Disneyland's transformation at the holidays. And all your favorites, you know, the transformation of Sleeping Beauty's Castle, um, the transformation of Cars Land. All that stuff's still going to happen, and it sounds like there's going to be a lot of things also um, as far as character meeting and greets and that kind of stuff that maybe distance may not be depending on kind of how COVID is at the times, so, you know, we're still three months away from a lot of these things. A lot can happen. So just, you know, if you're worried about trips, if you, if you need to know the latest information, definitely check out the show because we definitely are staying on top of that because we have, clients with trips and we're going on trips. So we're definitely staying abreast of everything that's changing and moving and, and, and all that kind of stuff at both of the parks. Um, probably the biggest news for this week is going to be that Space 220 finally has an opening date. Yeah, I said it. Space 220 has an opening date. And it's not March of last year which is when it was supposed to open. Uh, September 20th, so a little bit later on this month. So we're 13 days away, basically, from Space 220 opening. And you cannot book a reservation yet. Um, hi, Disney. I would love to book a reservation to Space 220. If you could open up those reservations like tomorrow it would be really really nice thank you um yeah so right now no booking available you can't even see an, a menu online yet it just says coming soon on on the page if you pull it up on disney's website so really really looking forward to space 220 it, it's it's, it's kind of been like a our our first cruise our first disney cruise we were gonna to go to Space 220 in March of last year. It didn't open. COVID happened, and now it's been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And we've been like, "Oh, Space 220 is gonna open." It doesn't open. And Space 220 is gonna open this trip. It's not. It, it, it didn't open. Now we've got an opening date. Please, 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 open on the twentieth of September. It'd be awesome. It would be awesome. Um. So yeah. That's the biggest news of the week, if you ask me. The biggest news of the week, if you ask Peter, is the Polynesian monorail station opened. All of the Magic Kingdom Resort monorail stations are open and functioning, and we're just waiting for them to shut down the Contemporary one for that remodel now. (laughs) Um, Which may happen, may not happen. They may just put a big old construction barricade over the monorail area um, as they do the refurb of that lobby and all that kind of stuff. So monorail station at the Polynesian has been closed for a long time. Um, Really since the winter. Uh, Because the Polynesian really didn't even open open um, until here recently. You know, we just got Ohana back. Um, I know that Peter has a stay at the Polynesian coming up. So, you know, they, they, they do have some rooms open, but, you know, it, it's good to get that monorail station back. They still have construction in the main lobby as they're doing that complete refurb to kind of the Moana theming. Um, it, it's very, very, I, I will say, in your face in the rooms, not as much as the Incredibles theming in contemporary, but um it seems to be a little bit more subtle as you get into more of the main areas which is really good because i didn't want the polynesian to lose that charm that it has it is a really 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 cool resort um so i don't want them to kind of over overblow the theming in that resort because it is it is a really nice resort but uh we've got a monorail station now. So if you do have those Ohana reservations, um, if you want to go to, uh, the, the grotto, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of places in the Polynesian that are really cool. If you just want to go over there and check out the pool, cause it's one of the nicest pools on property. Um, you can get off at the monorail station. Now you don't have to go to the Pol or the Floridian and walk back or to the ticket and transportation ticket and transportation center and walk around. Um so it makes it nice. Um but yeah. We've got that back and staying over at the Polynesian. Um POG juice is back. So, um Shannon, uh, you'll be excited to hear that. Sounds like um they may not be getting it from Minute Maid. So, Disney did have a contract with Minute Maid and Minute Maid had a special um mixture that they had made for Disney and then when COVID happened, and Disney wasn't buying it in the quantity that they used to. Really, they weren't buying it at all. Minute Maid stopped making it, and when they, and when Disney went back to get to order it again, Minute Maid was like, "Yeah, we don't make it anymore." Um, so there there's nothing that's been out. If they found another vendor, if Minute Maid's making again, whatever. Um, but it's back. Um, it, it was back at Ohana. Uh, I saw it today, so it may have came back as early as this morning, but it's back and that's cool because if you haven't had the pog juice, it's passion fruit, orange guava. It is spectacular. Um, and I will drink about 15 glasses of it the next time I'm at Ohana or at Tusker house. Um, because it's that good. So yeah, pog juice. All right. Two more things. Where am I at? 15 minutes in? Not terrible. Not terrible at all. Okay, so two more things. Lightning Lane signs are invading Walt Disney World. Yay. I still don't know what to think about Disney Genie. Um, you know, Peter and I did a great um, conversation the day it happened. So we, we heard about it. We took a few hours to digest what we thought about it, and then we had about a forty-minute conversation uh, that we kind of went over kind of our initial reactions, you know, what it entails, what all the information that we have right now, and then kind of our opinions. And I think the big thing that the the big takeaway from it was, I think we're looking at it. Differently than a normal guest would, because we're looking at it from a planner's perspective. You know, we've been there a few times, more than a few times. Uh, and we look at it as, you know, what we do for our clients is map out their days, depending on what they're doing dining wise, depending on what they're wanting to do ride wise, character wise, show wise. You know, are they late starters, early starters? And Disney Genie is going to to do very much the same thing. And it's going to base it off of years and years of data that those little magic bands that you've been wearing around the park have collected for Disney. They know where the crowds go. They know who uses Fast Passes, where, when, why. They know everything. That's why the magic bands were so critical for Disney is... The magic bands paved the way for this system. They had all the data that they needed over the last 15 years to know this is how people move around the park. Which is great. Now, as a planner, it's how do you break it? You know, it's going to expose some of the secrets that we've been telling people for years. Instead of running straight back to Seven Doors Mine Train, Taking a left, knocking out everything in Adventureland and Frontierland before it, a lot of those people get through the line at Seven Doors Mine Train. Um, so it's, it's going to reveal some of that stuff. But what we're looking at is how does it, how does it vary from plan to plan? How does it, Does it keep you on one side of the park? How does it move you around the parks? With meals involved? How does it show you dining options? You know, at Magic Kingdom, if it's a busy day, there are usually no sit down reservations, even at like the plaza or Tony's. So, how does it show you dining availability and that kind of stuff? So, it's going to be interesting to see do they limit the advanced dining reservations so that they've got day of dining reservations that Disney Genie can use? You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they use this program to plan people's days. On top of that, I'm interested to see how many people are actually going to pay for the Genie Plus option to use the Lightning Lane. Now, granted, it's going to get you through some of the lines faster, but how does it calculate what is going to be the best ride to do that with? You know, when you're when you're planning a trip, you've got These are the top three fast pass rides that you want to get at each park. And that's where you're trying to put all your effort to get, you know, a seven doors mine train, a a splash mountain and whatever else for the beginning of that day. So that after you use that third fast pass, you're clicking right into fast pass, hit a ride in that line, get your next fast pass and really working yourself through that day. And if you're good at it, you can get eight, 10, 12 fast passes in a day compared to the three that people know that they're going to get. So, you know, it's interesting to see how that's going to work where the lightning lane, you're going to have the same type of deal. You get up at 7am and you kind of pick your ride that you want to do. And you In all reality, you probably want to pick the one that has the earliest arrival time. Because that lets you get into the next arrival window the quickest. So, you know, if you can go in and do a Space Mountain 10 minutes after park opens and get it done, it opens up that next lightning lane window that much quicker. So... Really planning the day that way is going to be interesting to see. And and like I said, I'm going to be interested to see, you know, at all the parks and and really playing with it. How does it differ from, in my head, what I know works getting around the park? So I'm really excited about it. But Lightning Lane signs um, are coming to Walt Disney World. We've seen them at the Magic Kingdom. I think they said they were at Epcot or Hollywood Studios at the end of last week so they're just putting stickers up over the old fast pass signs you can still see the plus in the stickers um it's kind of a sad day (laughs) but yeah lightning lane is coming disney genie is coming um and we'll see how they utilize that paid lightning lane feature because remember that when Lightning Lane opens, some of the rides aren't even going to be on it. Because they're going to be considered top tier rides. So it's easy at some of the parks. You know, Magic Kingdom is going to be a little bit more difficult. Because you're going to have Seven Doors Mind Train. Are they just going to use Seven Doors Mind Train until Tron opens? Or how is that going to work to where you've got those two or three top tier rides at each park. That you have to pay per Lightning Lane usage. We'll see. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, and, uh, uh, like I said, I'm interested to see, and I'm excited to see kind of how this works so we can figure out how to be better than it. Um, then the last thing I got more stuff over at Epcot. So I haven't done a intro over to a park yet. So here we go. I was excited to use this because I showed my daughter how to use it. Keep the, keep the audio up a little bit there in the background so you can barely hear it. But yeah, so Epcot, um, big transformation at Epcot, lots of things changing at Epcot, that whole middle area where Moana's journey of water is going to go. is still under construction. At least we have the monorail back, which is good, good news. Um, but we got an opening date for two things that are coming back. And the first one is the creation shop. And that is going to be the um, souvenir shop that replaces mouse gear. And it's gonna open on 9:15. And when it opens, it is gonna have this really cool um, Epcot Point of Light series that includes ears, a hat, um, a bag, a mug. So a lot of cool things that are gonna come with that. And then the other thing that's gonna open is Club Cool. If you've never been to Club Cool, You might not know what it is, but basically Club Cool was this um, refreshment station that Coca-Cola had opened so that you could try different um, mixtures of Coke from around the world and other soft drinks that were under the Coke brand. Well, it's opening back up and it's a big deal and it's going to open on 9-15 as well. So for all of you Beverly fans, it's coming back. And you can be disgusting with that stuff and do whatever you want. Um, Because if you are a Beverly fan, I don't want to be your friend, I don't think. Except for you, Peter. I think you like Beverly. So I think I can like you. But that's about it. (laughs) But past that, guys. um, Like I said, not a ton going on at the parks this week. I do expect some big news this week. Like I said, dining plans have to be around the corner. Um, I don't think they're gonna wait till the first of October to announce this stuff. I really think it's happening really soon. The day it happens we're probably gonna go live so just just like I said like the like the channel follow the channel whatever you need to do to where you can get that update when we go live because it is a big deal when stuff like that happens and we like to be on top of kind of our thoughts of what it means and, and price change and that kind of stuff. I really think that when you're thinking about the dining plan, I think you're going to see it go from, I think you're going to see about a 20% across the board raise in prices. So, you know, on the deluxe plan, the adults were like 109 a day. I would imagine that's going to be closer to 140 a day. Um, You know, and the kids on, on the deluxe plan, I think, were in the close to 50 range. I would say that's going to be closer to 60 or 65 a day per child so they're, they're, they need to cover themselves especially on the character meals I think that's where you're going to see it if it doesn't have it's own tier or it's own credit style you're going to see it as an across the board price hike for everything because I really think that they're going to find a way to carve out character dining to where they can make more money on it Um. Because when you think about it, a lot of them are buffets, family style, um, that kind of thing, or they're fixed-price meals that you're going into, like at Royal Table and paying $65 a head. And a lot of people were using those dining credits. Now, it's to me, it was a terrible use of dining credits to do it over at Royal Table. But when you think of some of the other ones to where you're getting close to $45, 50 a head for those buffets with the character meal and that kind of stuff, Hollywood and Vine, Crystal Palace, that kind of stuff. It, it it was a one credit and it was a relatively good value for that credit. So you just have to, you, you got to watch it and, and we'll definitely be on top of it when it happens. So uh, again, thank you guys all for listening. Um, if you don't like the page yet, definitely go over to Facebook. If you're not on Facebook right now, at DPI Podcast, over on Twitter, at Disney Insights. Thank you all for watching, listening. Whatever you do, um, we're going to close it out, and I will see you guys next week. Hey, we didn't have any guests tonight, um, but we did talk some news, and we talk about Princesses and the Mouse Disney travel every week, so definitely check them out at pat. Social media over on Facebook at DPI Podcast, on Twitter at Disney Insights. The YouTube page is the Disney Planning Insights Podcast, and we are on Anchor, Instagram, all kinds of stuff, all over the place. You can find us just Google us. We're all we're everywhere right now. It's fine. Um, this is the Disney Planning Insights Podcast and we will see you on another live show next week. Have a good week everybody.